<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your doctor of joy, hostess with the most is Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth. In I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood To lick it right, lick it good Show you how to Oh god, that's good I wanna know what you eat from the streets to the sheets So open wide, honey I'm coming In your Hey there and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz And how are we on this week? Are we week eight? Week nine? I don't, I don't even know what day it is, but I am really excited today because the Dr. Phil to my Oprah is on the line with me, Dr. Stephanie Zagragan. Say hi to the peoples, Dr. Z. Hi, peoples. <laughs> How are you? I am doing fantastic. I don't even know what the hell day it is either. <laughs> uh, right? I mean, it's been so long. So for those of you just tuning in or for those of you ha- who have listened to In Your Mouth a little late in the game, Dr. Stephanie Zagregan is a chiropractor and clinical nutritionist. She is the director of Lyme and Lotus Healing Arts Center in Charleston, South Carolina. She is also an author and a leading expert. Did you hear that? Leading expert in health and balancing hormones naturally. So just so you have a little bit of history on what on what Dr. Z does. And today I brought Dr. Z on the pod to bring us to, you know, to talk joyous things and how to keep us um, healthy and happy and anxiety free. But before we get anywhere, I want to wish you, are you ready? <laughs> happy ready. National Crep Suzette Day. <laughs> what the hell is a Crep Suzette? <laughs> Please let me know. Now, folks, Dr. Z is no stranger to the pod or to the National Food Days um, that we have every day. And I actually had to look up, you know, I'm I'm a big food person. I'm your go-to gay gay foodie. I get it, but I don't know everything, although sometimes I'd like to think so. And I was like, what's the difference between like a crepe and a crepe Suzette? Because, you know, on the streets of Paris, you can go and get a crepe full of like Nutella and things. Have you been to Paris, Dr. Z? Or yes, France a few times. Oh, I love eating there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, at this point, I'd love eating anywhere. That's not my kitchen. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but we're keeping things joyous. Um, yes. 
So uh, crepe Suzette is a French dessert. This is from Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia, not a sponsor. Uh, is a French dessert consisting of crepes with beurre Suzette, a sauce of caramelized sugar and butter, tangerine or orange zest, and Grand Marnier, triple sec or orange curacao liqueur on top. Prepared in table side performance, flambe. Yes. That does sound delightful. That does sound delightful. And you know what? Maybe it's a thing for all these people out there just going on, uh, venturing out on cooking adventures from sourdough bread to banana bread to now crepe Suzette. There we go. <laughs> right. But listen, I'm going to have to add a disclaimer out there. Please do not burn down your house. All right. If you do not know how to flambe, do not do not just like start throwing liquor <laughs> into pans and burn down your house. I need you all to stay safe out there and burn free. Speaking of burning things down, did you hear that Britney Spears burned down a gym with two candles? <laughs> are what we surprised? Are really. we surprised? We are not. We you are know, not. But I am happy that she is. I am happy that she is joyous about it and that she is oh, Britney um, is okay and live to tell the story exactly i saw that story and gave her a bless bless her heart yeah bless her heart <laughs> bless and thank her god heart. you know what what's one gym she has enough uh, enough money to burn down one and and just <laughs> you know build another exactly it just happened yeah and i'm i'm sure whoever handles her money uh, like the insurance just covered it all anyway so it's like you know <laughs> So don't pull a Britney when you're making your crepe Suzettes, people. Yes, please don't burn down your house. Please pull, please pull the pan off the flame if you don't know how to flambe and then add your liquor. So, but that's another story for another time. If you don't know how to do it, please don't. But you know what? Have fun trying if you do. Um, and let's take you on to this day in gay history, which I found re- a really interesting one. Um, what you in, got for us today? In 1868. Here the year, 1868, in a letter to an early sex law reformer, Carl Maria Kent Benny is first known to have privately used the new terms homosexual and heterosexual. The words aren't in print publicly until the following year. Listen, we go, we go way back, honey. Right? <laughs> love it. Yeah, I thought that was really fun. A little fun fact of the day, like 1868. I, I love, like, I don't know about you, but I love entomology. That's like a weird little quirk that I have, like learning where words co- come from and how far back they go. Hmm, that is interesting. I would not have picked that for you, but I, I could see it. I do like the name Kent Benny, though. It sounds Kent fun. Benny. And I like that his name was Carl Maria. Yes. Right? <laughs> Just throw it all in there. Just throw it. Yes. You know, Mary. All right, Carl, Mary, just introducing the words homosexual and heterosexual (laughs) to your diet. I love it. Anywho, on to bigger and better things. How are you today? Let's do a check-in. How are you feeling today? Because every day is different for everybody. I've learned during this thing, and I'm sure maybe you have as well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm getting a little stir crazy. Uh, I'm glad I've got a dog at my house and I'm glad I have some amazing neighbors. And, and speaking of food, the one thing we've done to try to create our community is we, we have food trucks coming to the neighborhood. So 
four to five days a week, we've got a different food truck coming to to feed us and we can support our local peoples that way. That's incredible. Now that's a story that has it. Look at you with some food news update early on in the pod. Um, That's a story I don't think anybody has covered that somebody should cover that the food trucks, you know, have like gone into neighborhoods to feed the people. And and here locally, we have a number of restaurants that also have an associated food truck. So even though their restaurant might be closed right now, their food truck is out and open for business. So I'd say four or five days a week, and it's right next to our dog park here. I can walk to it and say hi to the neighbors. And it's been nice to get some Asian food delivered because I love Asian food, but that's not my my favorite to necessarily cook in in my house. So it's it's been really nice to have a sense of normalcy and get some food sent to us. So we've really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's incredible. I love that story. Um, And speaking of Asian food, unfortunately, a large um, folks, the motorcycles in Times Square, if you don't know, I live in Times Square and the noise, the construction, the the drug dealers, every, like everything, I'm not even kidding. It's just like, it's, like the noise has somehow amplified, although there's less people in this area. But I digress. Um, speaking of Asian food, uh, a lot of the Asian restaurants have been closed in this neighborhood, in my specific neighborhood, uh, whether it be because, A, there's like a little bit of uh, racism. Let's talk about it. Uh, towards mm-hmm. the Asian community because of this thing and the rhetoric that's being spoken. Or just that they've decided to close because they just can't keep keep things flowing and keep the money in, right? Who knows, right? But um, I'm really, really missing it because some of my favorite Asian places just haven't been open during this time. And Asian, including the uh, the Indian places as well, can't find a good food anymore. You know, so yes. that's a little sad. <sighs> well, hopefully it's <laughs> going to be turning around. Let's, let's bring some more joy. You want to hear another fun fact that we did? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> H- hit me with the joy because I oh you, keep, you keep lifting us up and I was like, womp, womp. Well, I'm glad womp, you have womp, Asian womp. food because my Asian places are closed. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> Yesterday, also, my neighbors, we decided that um, one of the neighbors went to Costco and bought this 650 pack of water balloons. Okay. And we decided, we sent out an email blast to the neighborhood and said, everyone that wants to come, be at the dog park at 3.30. Water balloon fight. <laughs> and we had a socially distanced water balloon fight with like almost 700 balloons yesterday. And it was 88 degrees here. So it was fantastic to be outside in the sun, running around like a 12-year-old again, and throwing water balloons at all my favorite or not-so-favorite neighbors. That's incredible. I love that. And what a great way to like come together as a community and still be follow the rules and regulations, you know, because you can, you don't have to be close to each other to like, you know, knock somebody out with a water balloon. I can't yes. tell you when the last time I had a water balloon fight was. I can't either. And it was so much fun. Uh, we know, need to do it again. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm going to start filling up the condoms in my apartment and just throwing them out the window. Does that yeah, count? Just throw them out. <laughs> it's like a nice surprise for someone who's, who's, who's down below. <laughs> <laughs> I totally just picture you doing that and I am just cracking up. If you do that, I need you to film it and send me the video, please. Yeah, uh, and then I'll film, I'll make sure there's a camera set up for when the police come to take me away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. I love but, it. Oh my God. But um, speaking of like keeping, keeping joyous and whatnot, 
I, like I uh, mentioned before, you know, every day, at least in my quarantine self-isolation, you you know very well that I live in a tiny Times Square studio and I'm all alone here and every day is different for me. Uh, Some days I wake up super, super anxious. Some days, you know, it's uh, sad and lonely. Some days I'm really, really joyous like this morning because the sun was out and blaring until the clouds rolled in and now it's dark and gloomy. So how... Are you finding that, because uh, I'm sure your patients, you're still in contact with your patients, are you finding this a lot in your, in your patients? And what can we do to battle this? Yeah, I think the biggest change has been really looking at having more time to reflect on things. And it's, I think as a society, we're so busy with just going, going, going that we, we tend to maybe things we should think about or process or deal with we push them aside because we're so busy. And then when we're not so busy, then we can actually deal with our shit, basically. Um, So I found that more patients, their shit's coming up (laughs) that they're needing (laughs) to deal with. Um, So it's just being able to help them process through some of that and give them support. You know, me personally, you know, I live alone as well. And it it was really hard at first, you know, to be alone. I'm such a social butterfly to be at home for literally two weeks straight and not leave my house or just go outside in the yard. And, you know, I'm grateful that I had my dog because she kept me, you know, engaged. But I think the other thing that really helped with me was just kind of accepting like, okay, this is, this is the way it is. It's just surrender, you know, surrendering to, okay, this is the way it is right now. And what can I do with my time to turn that around? So I think I've read a book every week. I've started making copycat recipes for the restaurants I can't go to right now. <laughs> like, so it, it's kind of figuring out ways to do that. And there's been days that have been tough for me too, where I did feel, you know, I've had sad days as well, where I've been sad or just kind of moody. And then other days where I felt great. So I think maybe in our, maybe in our sense of not being so busy, this is really what it's about. Some days are good. Some days are not so good. And it's just kind of wading through, Hey, this is life. And life Uh, is sometimes great and life is sometimes shitty. Yeah. And learning and learning to process that because I've had friends call me and there's all, I'm sure everyone is over FaceTiming these days, but, (laughs) um, or zooming or house partying or, or however you're communicating. But I've had friends be like, Oh, well maybe, maybe you should hunker down with someone or, or maybe you should go to so-and-so's house or something. And I keep saying, I've been alone in this apartment for 12 years and happily alone, you know, because much like you, I'm a super social butterfly. And even if like, let's say during the summer where everyone's on vacation and I'm in the city, you know, I at least can go shop at the stores. I can go out for a coffee and it doesn't feel so alone. But now that we're here and we're kind of stuck and alone with our thoughts for longer periods of time that we're used to without distraction, right? That is a whole next level of like alone and processing. And so when I, when my friends call or let's say some people don't pick up the phone or something and then they're like, oh, well, I'm having a day. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's just gonna, you know what? This is just a day. This is just going to be today. And this is what life is right now. And we have to accept that this is the new reality of what it is. Like today, you're going to be really anxious. So you have to realize what that is, process it, and try to find, at least for me, try to find the joy beyond that. Okay, today I feel Mm -hmm. anxious, but at least the sun is out. Today I feel anxious, but that pasta with pesto I made was fucking killer. Or, you know, I still feel anxious, but at least that, that was 
that was a good part of the day, you know? Yeah. I, th- I think it's recognizing the feelings and, and honoring where you're at. Like, it's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be happy and joyous when other people might not be. Um, and, and honoring where you are in that space. And then how can you work through that? Yeah. And I feel like exercise has helped for sure, even though the weather here is this spring is really tumultuous. Some days it's cold. A lot of the days it's rainy. Like now we're kind of getting nice weather. But like I said, the sun was out. Now it looks like it's going to pour any second. And so the exercise has helped. And I'm sure you've read, as, as we all have, about like vitamins to help fight off the coronavirus. Like make sure you're taking vitamin D and your vitamin C. And I read something about collodial silver, which I want to kind of ask you about. So we know vitamin D comes from the sun and people say, doctors say you need your vitamin D. What's the difference between getting it from, let's say the natural source like the sun, as opposed to ingesting it as a pill? Can you explain this out for me and like what it technically does yeah i'm i'm more of a fan of getting it as naturally as possible um you know your body can only process so much at a time it's a fat soluble vitamin technically they call it a vitamin but it's really a hormone um so yeah getting it out in the sunshine sunshine is definitely going to help and also your liver needs to be strong enough to process that so i've seen so many patients with low vitamin d even though they were taking a boatload of synthetic vitamin d so definitely if you're going to take one quality is of importance so you want it to be as food-based as possible. So maybe cod liver oil, something like that will give you a really good vitamin D source from a food as opposed to lab creation. And then getting out in the sunshine. So those are my favorite ways to to get that in and, and just making sure your liver is strong enough to process all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I really miss my vitamin D and the way I was getting it. But I bet you do. <laughs> it goes back to throwing those condoms out the window. Right. <laughs> well, what do we need them for? You know? <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, so I always I'm... love chatting with you. I listen. <laughs> We're, we're keeping we're keeping it joyous, not only for us, but for the listener as well, right? Yes. And so, for those of you out there that are also single and alone, I hope I hope you're getting vitamin D any which way you can, but in this most socially distant way. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, have you heard about this colloidal silver? Do you know what yes. this is? Colloidal silver or it, colloidal silver? Sorry, I don't. It's okay. <laughs> you know. Silver is one of those minerals that is just in nature in general. So you ingest it just in our food supply typically. You know, it it has antiviral, antibiotic properties, but where people get where it gets a little tricky is if you take too much, you turn blue. <laughs> so um, I'm generally not a fan of doing high doses of that because that's really tricky to play with. That's generally what I don't use in clinical practice for a lot of my patients. I don't generally use silver, um, but I have had some patients have used it with, with good, good success. Um, like I said, I'm more of a fan of doing food in the way that nature intended it. And in those amounts, you know, by eating it, um, or even if you're going to take supplements that, they're supplements that are made from those particular foods. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love that you were like, it. you'll turn blue. Have you heard of uh, the blue fugates from the the mountains of, where are the blue fugates from? It's a, it's a population of blue people. 
I have no idea. I yeah. saw a blue guy on Oprah once. <laughs> no, uh, I think that's uh, that. Uh, that's them. The Blue Fugates. They they grew up in like I don't know the Appalachian Mountains or some some mountain. Was it like range. a silver mining town or something? I think it had to do with where how these people settled, uh, where they settled, and because it, it was such a small community, the incestuous nature of it all. They were like you know these genetic mutations that eventually just turned them blue. I used to be obsessed with them a long time ago, just like reading about these blue people. Did you also like the Smurfs as a kid? (laughs) I did. And I bet you were a Fraggle Rock fan. Yes, big time, big time. You know what? (laughs) I do not appreciate you telling these people my age. (laughs) I love Fraggle Rock. So I'm right there with you. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. So on this road to other foods to like kind of other foods or other vitamins or supplements to kind of keep our spirits lifted, you know, how, what should we be eating or what is, or is there something like high in like fiber or antioxidants that's gonna, you know, keep the the anxiety away or so on and so forth. Absolutely. When it comes to like immunity, mood, like antioxidants are important. So, you know, our citrus fruits are good. Berries are good. Um, When we look at mood, a lot of that starts in the digestive system. So like a lot of your fermented foods would be good. Your kombuchas, um, sauerkrauts, those types of foods are awesome. Um, I love dark chocolate. And maybe pair that with a glass of red wine for you some antioxidants. And I mean, that just takes me to a happy place. Just a square of dark chocolate and a glass, a good glass of red wine. So it's never just a square. It's an entire bar. Come on. (laughs) This is why you take the squares out and you put the the rest of the bar back in the cabinet. So you're not tempted. No, because then you're going to have a couple (laughs) more sips of wine and get right back up. And listen, this is not a time uh, for denial. We, we, we can't, we're already denied going out and we're already denied socializing and we're already denied, you know, being at our favorite places and so on and so forth. So I say, if you want to eat the bar of chocolate, eat the MF bar of chocolate. All right. Eat the MF bar, Munoz. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. I'm not even arguing with you right now. I'm not right going to argue. I'm not going to argue. That's fine. Cool. Um, also, your omega-3s. So right now, if you can get some of those good fatty fish, um, your salmons, your tunas, those kind of fish are going to be higher in those good fats for mood, for brain support, for cognition. Um, so those would be ones to, to add extras of as well. I love that. I was... Uh you know, doing my own research here, because I knew we were talking about this today. And at the Health Harvard EDU website, they said uh, diets low in magnesium were found to increase anxiety-related behaviors. So foods naturally rich in magnesium may therefore help a person to feel calmer. Look at that, like leafy greens, legumes, nuts, seeds, and whole grains. And they'll help you poop better too. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? You know, you know, I love a good poop. <laughs> you know, I like to keep it real here for for you and your audience. <laughs> Listen. Well, you don't got to get ready if you stay ready. So. Right. <laughs> we want to keep everybody ready. <laughs> That's and you know, um, so also, <laughs> I can't even speak. Um, Also, uh, this Harvard site is saying foods rich in zinc, such as oysters, cashews, liver, beef, and egg yolks have been linked linked to lowered anxiety. 
they also corroborate what you were just saying, uh, fatty fish, like Alaskan salmon, um, and omega-3 fatty foods is what you just said. Uh, a study in the Journal of Psychiatry Research suggested a link between probiotic foods and a lowering of social anxiety. So things such as pickles, sauerkraut, and kefir, yeah, once again, fermented foods. Listen, folks, Dr. Z know, knows what she's talking about. <laughs> yes, this is what I do on a daily basis, and I love it. I really I love that. I love that. And do you still, uh, hopefully you still have patients virtually and things, you're, or are you still seeing people since? Yeah, ab- absolutely. I have uh, brought everything from my office home. So I now have this lovely home office that I've set up. So I've been doing everything virtually. And my goal is hopefully by next Monday, I'll be able to get back in the office and start seeing my patients that are local back face to face if they're up for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully everything's okay. Is South Carolina open? Is this one of these states that with the protests and the and I don't know. Madness. I don't know if I should tell you this because you might get a little jelly. But today is the first day that our restaurants that have patios can open up. Uh. <laughs> so I'm excited. So one of my girlfriends and I have a a date for this evening to go to our our favorite patio restaurant this evening. Now, now, will you be wearing masks? I will not. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's so weird to to figure out how this is all going to work once things like restaurants and whatnot um, are open, especially here in the city, in New York, I should say, because um, obviously things are different down in Charleston than they are here. Um, but it's so weird. Like, do we wear masks? Do we not wear masks? Are we? How do you wear a mask and eat your food? I put a hole in it. <laughs> Sounds like the start to a porn movie. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think now is a great time to take Dr. Z and you all to my favorite part and your favorite part. <laughs> a little bit of food news update. Food news. Up. Food news. Ooh, honey, you ain't ready. Girl, spill the tea. People in France are being asked to buy more traditional cheeses as the dairy industry struggles. I thought this was really interesting. Um, Now, is cheese on the list of things we should be eating to feel better, Dr. Z? Well, I'm a good fan of some good raw dairy. So, and especially if it's coming from France, I'm sure it's some good quality stuff. So I'd be down with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, in a press release uh, reported by Insider, France Terre de Lait, aka the French dairy industry, highlighted the issues cheesemakers are facing. Basically, um, they're supposed to like push out something like 2,000 pounds of, or 2,000 tons, excuse me, of cheese were supposed to leave the cellars in April. They still have 1,500 tons of cheese. So uh, this campaign, yeah, right? Could you, oh my God, I'd go swimming in it. (laughs) Speaking of pooping, forget about that. (laughs) (laughs) But it would be worth it. It really would be worth it in my eyes. Yes, all the cheeses over there are so amazingly delicious. Ugh. Oh my god! Yeah, so 
cheesemakers are trying, are looking for ways to sell their excess produ uh, products, products uh, inexpensively. Huh, look at that. So, so yeah, um, if you're in the mood for French cheese, y'all, the French cheese industry um, is suffering, it looks like, and maybe, and maybe the import will be cheaper. Therefore, we can get those fancy French cheeses cheaper and in our mouths faster. And how joyous is that? <laughs> so joyous. So joyous. <laughs> Honk if you love French cheese. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm here for this. Dr. Z is like, why are we talking about cheese? <laughs> IHOP is working on a cereal made of mini pancakes and we definitely need a box right now. <laughs> Do you eat cereal? No. <laughs> no? I, I can't tell you when the last time I ate cereal was either. But um, IHOP is allegedly teasing a new pancake cereal called, are you ready for this? Pan Flakes. No? You're not here for it? <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a funny joke like, you know, diabetes or something, but I can't think of something. <laughs> I don't remember when the last time diabetes was funny, but um, I'm sure there's a joke in there. <laughs> you know, IHOP, syrup, sugar, you know, I was going along that line. It just yeah. didn't land. <laughs> Apparently, are you on TikTok, Doctor Z? Oh my goodness! I did my first TikTok the other day. A friend of mine, neighbor, came over and he made me do a TikTok. I didn't know what I was doing. He showed it to me, and I was like, "What is that? Please do not post that." And he deleted it. So I've done my first TikTok. Did you? Well, you did it and then deleted it. <laughs> yes, it did not get posted because <laughs> it was ridiculous. Were you dancing or were you doing other things? He made me do a dance. Oh, okay. He I played a little song and. I danced and I I've bueno. downloaded TikTok. Um, I don't know. Uh, I've downloaded, deleted, download, deleted it. I don't really know how it works, and I haven't really invested the time in yet one more social media outlet. But apparently, uh, pancake cereal, homemade pancake cereal, has been all the rage recently on TikTok. And now there's a question of, did IHOP start this TikTok trend, or is IHOP piggybacking on the TikTok trend and now coming out with a pan flake cereal, or is this just all a hoax all the way around? Around. It's a hoax. You think? I'd be, <laughs> I don't I'd, know. If I liked cereal, I'd be here for this pan flake cereal. It's, um, you know, they said, here's a little taste of something we're working on. Stay tuned for more. And it's a box that says pan flakes with these delicious, pan, like mini pancakes with syrup and butter dripping on them, being splashed with milk. It's like pancake porn, really. And it's going to be these like little uh, crunchy pancake bites and um, dressed in like that tastes like syrup and butter. What's better than that? Crepe Suzettes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've not spent my quarantine doing TikTok. I've spent my quarantine watching Tiger King. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's been my quarantine. I mean, I, I, you conquer Tiger King in a day, maybe a day and a half if you take it slow. So, you know, you have to look for something else 
to look forward to, or there, I should say, there has to be something else to look forward to. And I think maybe this pancake cereal is it for some. I think it would be, yes, yes. <laughs> or you can be like me and take Tiger King to a whole nother level. And I started some paint and sip parties with my neighbors. And while everyone else is painting beautiful beach scenes, I'm busy painting Joe Exotic and a tiger. <laughs> We're going to get back to that in a minute. Heinz is giving $2,000 grants to local diners across the U.S. in light of the COVID-19 pandemic, and you can nominate your favorite local spot. How great is that? I love that. I love that they're giving back to some of the local communities, because right now a lot of those diners and small restaurants are suffering without the in-house patronage. Yeah, so apparently Heinz has announced a, an initiative to give $1 million back to diners in the form of $2,000 grants. Heinz will be issuing these grants to 500 independently owned qualifying diners in light of the COVID-19 pandemic, which has hit the re restaurant industry, especially small businesses like diners. And Heinz is saying to the diners that have welcomed, welcomed us in for decades, we now have open our arms to you. Help us by nominating your favorite diner to receive support at HeinzForDiners.com. Hashtag stand with diners. I think this is great. I mean, in, in the grand spectrum of things, like any money is good money, but two grand, maybe at least they can like give that to the employees to help them out. I mean, it's not a ton of money if you yeah. really think about it, but at least it's something. It's something. I, th I think right now, anything's better than nothing these days for a lot of these small businesses, you know, like myself and most of the other girls that work out of my office, they're all massage therapists, estheticians, counselors. So they're completely closed by order of law. So they're bringing in no income right now unless they're able to sell some gift certificates. So I think a little bit can go a long way for a lot of these businesses that are run by one or two people. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I know uh, recently we had Post Restaurant on the podcast and they're somehow self-sustaining and all the while feeding the healthcare workers and our essential workers. And so, you know, two grand could go a long way, even in that respect. So... So I am definitely here for that. And once again, I want to say that website, HeinzForDiners.com, hashtag stand with diners. And you can go and nominate your local diner out there. And we know that there are some good ass diners out there. I love a greasy spoon. Do you have a great diner near you? You know, in the South, we don't have as many diners as I would like. I remember going up through New York, New Jersey. You guys have a ton up there. Um, we have a few small small diners here in, in Charleston. Yeah, <laughs> New Jersey, I, I hate to admit it, but New Jersey has some killer, killer diners. Killer diners. So here's a shout out to all the diners and our restaurant workers in the industry. Hopefully we will be back soon enough and hopefully you are all safe and, and can, you know, pay your bills. So go out there, nominate the diners, get them their money. And with that, I think this is a great way to end food news update. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So wait a minute. You're throwing sip and paint parties, virtual sip and paint parties or uh, sip and paint parties in your house. 
at my neighbor's house. So we all get in her garage and we each get in a corner of the garage and we each get a canvas and we have paint and we each paint something. So there's like three of us in a garage. Oh, okay. We're, sp- we're spread out in a garage. It's not like 20 people. Oh, but all right. I you bring like... your bottle of wine. She's got all the paint set up. You kind of go to the middle, grab what paint you want, put it on your palette. And then we each go in our corner and we paint and we're showing each other. So yeah, so they're painting beach scenes and the one guy did a Chick-fil-A, <laughs> the Chick-fil-A thing, um, but he painted it in pride colors, which was awesome. I and love that. I love that. Teach them a lesson. Yep. That was his thoughts. Exactly. And then I paint Joe Exotic with a tiger. And now what are you doing with these paintings? Are these paintings for sale? Can we get them? Can we get them at an exorbitantly large uh, price? Well, it got posted. Well, it's, this is a story now. It got posted on Facebook. And after a few thousand views, I was told to put it on eBay. So I put it on eBay and it sold on eBay. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Talk about joy. Wait a minute. May I ask how much you sold it for? 20 bucks. Plus hey, shipping. listen. $20 is better than no dollars at the at this rate. I'll take it. Well, the story gets better because then the guy that bought it is some fireman out in Indiana. And he says, well, now we need a series. I'm like, okay, for the next paint and sip party, I'll do another one. And have you watched the show, Munoz? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the most ridiculous scene, I think, in the entire show is I call him Jet Ski James on his little jet ski with a really small yeah. <laughs> vest. <laughs> so I painted that as my second in the series and put that up on eBay and that just sold last week. Oh my goodness. You are you are an accomplished <laughs> painter. Look at you. I'm gonna have to call you Dr. Oh, Van Gogh. Oh my goodness. This is this has been my outlet. I, I'm not a good painter at all. Um this last one, he looked like an adult version of Cartman from South Park. So it was definitely the category was Tiger King with some South Park realness. Um that was okay. my, I that love was it. my um yeah, I love that it. was my I love it perspective and we're doing another paint and sip party this week and uh the third and final of the series is going to be carol and howie's wedding photo with howie with a collar so yes i love (laughs) (laughs) can you please put a gilded frame around it and sell it for at least 50 bucks well that gilded frame will probably cost you like 50 bucks so maybe like 75 so yeah at least make your money back I will work on that. The second one uh, sold for $35 plus shipping. So we're getting up there in, in price. Um, but really, they are so ridiculous. Like doing that just brings me so much joy. I know my paintings are not good. They're absolutely ridiculous. And it's just fun, 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 fun to do. Listen, art is subjective, uh, you know? So this man loves your paintings, whoever's buying them. So uh, they're, they're good to him. Yes. And my dad is hilarious because he sells stamps on eBay. So he's trying to give me all these eBay pointers. And I'm like, dad, I don't, I don't care. It's just, this is just for fun. (laughs) That's great. That's great. I want to get back to some more foods to like kind of lift our mood. You know, Healthline, I was looking at healthline.com and they've mentioned fatty fish and dark chocolate and fermented foods, much like you have. They're also talking about bananas because they're high in uh, vitamin B. Talk to me. Talk to me about banana. Talk to me dirty about banana. <laughs> well, this needs to be a video show then, not an audio one. But um, the B vitamins in bananas, a lot of the B vitamins, they they 
they do different things for us. They provide energy, which is good. So it can uplift your energy. It can uplift your mood. They also help with metabolism. Um, so keeping up with that blood sugar stabilization is really important for those and nerve conduction. So bananas are great. Um, you can get in other B vitamin sources. You're going to be your dark leafy greens. Um, so any of those added to the diet are going to be useful during this time. I love that. I I do love that. I've been making nice cream lately. Speaking of bananas, do you Have know what you? Ni- do you know what nice cream is? How are you making it? I've, I've seen different ways to make it. So it's legit um, a heaping tablespoon of almond butter and two very ripe frozen bananas, and you throw it in the food processor. Um, I put um, some unsweetened cocoa powder in it. Mm-hmm. It comes out like chocolate soft serve. It is so delicious. That it one is, is good. So delicious. So delicious. Speaking of pancakes, have you made the banana pancakes yet? Banana pancakes. Wait, we're going back. Okay, bananas pancakes. <laughs> uh, banana pan. Who's making banana pancakes? Well, they like, and there's these paleo ones where it's just banana and egg, and you just mix those, and you just make it over the stovetop like a pancake. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've had those. I've had those. A friend to the pod, Jennifer Barsamian, is a big Weight Watcher, and she loves those. She loves the- They are yummy, too. Like the oats and the banana pan. I think there's maybe oats in it that she may throw in there. I've <coughs> Excuse me. I forget, but I'm not a big, like, sweets person when it comes to breakfast. You know, I'm, I need a savory, like- Frank's hot sauce, all my eggs, you know, some like smoky bacon. That's the kind of breakfast person I am. But uh, speaking of oats too, oats is uh, number five on this health line list for some reason, because um, they're an excellent source of fiber, uh, providing eight grams in a single raw cup, right? Apparently they um, will help stave away the anxiety and help you feel better. Um, any, anything to add? I think anytime we can add more good fiber to the diet, whether it's in oats, you know, I have a lot of patients that are grain and gluten-free, so they're, they might be doing it in the form of broccoli, but whenever we add more fiber to the diet, that's going to help with the digestive tract, the good gut flora, and having enough good gut flora, that translates into better neurotransmitter production, which translates into better mood hormones in your brain. I, I love it when you talk so sciencey. I know. To me. It, I know it, you do. It, it gets me. <laughs> it really gets me going. Mm. Do it again. It's like Mufasa. Ooh. <laughs> All the it. rest of this we've kind of talked about. I I was uh, surprised to find coffee on this list. Now I'm a big coffee person, right? But I didn't think um, coffee would be on the list of you know things that make you feel better. Coffee is high in antioxidants too. Um, I love coffee. I am one of those like little coffee snobs that for my birthday last year, got my own espresso machine and uh, I love it. So have you tried Dalgona coffee yet? Have you seen the Dalgona coffee craze? Spell it. Is that the... It's that whipped coffee everyone's making on Instagram. Oh, and no, I've not had TikTok. that. It's, no. If you go to my Instagram, uh, the Kitchen Gaily, not the In Your Mouth Pod one, you'll see I, I put a video up of me making Dalgona coffee. It's actually very delicious and very easy to do. It's a tablespoon of instant coffee. I had instant espresso, a tablespoon of sugar, and a tablespoon of water, and you whip the hell out of it. And then mm. you, you do it by hand or by machine, but there's not enough... Um, product in there to 
I think that warrants a machine. So you whip the hell out of it uh, or whisk the hell out of it and you put it over ice and some milk of your choice. It's disgrumptious. We know you're always whipping and not whisking. Yes, you know, and we whip and then we nay-nay, right? <laughs> as, do- as Dr. Z totally does the nay-nay via Zoom. <laughs> God, this has been so much fun Uh, and just you know I love I always love having you on the pod Dr. Z but I love these (laughs) moments these moments where we can just be like kind of really candid and try to bring a little bit of joyous news while still educating you know the listeners about like you know keeping you know keeping happy during this especially this time but keeping happy in general and and finding things to do out of their comfort zone or finding things to do that that will stave away the the overthinking of issues or the anxiety or the depression or the loneliness. Things like, you know, listening to you and me on the pod. Absolutely. <laughs> Talk about Joe Exotic and throwing condoms out the window. I mean... <laughs> Just another day with us. Just another day. Any, any last, any final words of, of how to keep uh, joy in your life at this time? Uh, I think just take it one day at a time. And if you can just really get back to being in gratitude for things, gratitude that, you know, grateful we're alive. We, for many of us, we don't have to worry about our shelter and, you know, food. We have plenty, we have plenty of stuff. You know, we might not have all the niceties that we always want or be able to go out and eat, but for most of us, you know, we're doing okay, even at home and just, you know, just being grateful for what we have. And there are so many other people that, that don't have that. I think that's kind of what I come back to personally. Um, and just finding something joyful to do every day, whether it's painting Joe exotic or, you know, water balloon fighting with your neighbors or throwing condoms out the window, whatever that means to you. <laughs> Which we do not recommend that you do. Cause I don't want anybody coming back to me. <laughs> But no, that's a great point. That is a great point, which I remind myself of and others of uh, quite often that, you know what, we're fortunate that we have our health. We are fortunate that we have a place to live, no matter how big nor small, we have a place to live. We are fortunate, you know, that some of us still have our jobs. You know, my circle, uh, there's like, I think, an even keel mix of people who lost their jobs and who... um, have kept their jobs, but you know, this, uh, some people on unemployment are making more than they were at their jobs. So, you know, that's a plus too. So, you know, find the, find the things to be grateful for, find, find the joy through the anxiety and the loneliness and, and, you know, recognize what those things are for what they are at the end of the day, yep. you know? And I, you know what I need to say, I am, I am grateful and joyful for you. For you, my Dr. Phil. Aw, thank you, Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, for you too. I I just realized um, we have to stop using that reference because he was just on the news, what, two weeks ago saying something stupid? Oh, I see. I haven't been watching much of the news lately. I've kind of tuned all that out. It's been kind of nice. So that's so that's so that may be a bad analogy. I'll come up with a better one later. All right, sounds good. Well, let the kids know how to find you. What's going on in your life? Plug all the things. Let us have it, Doctor Zane. 
Yeah, if you want to find me, I am on, I've got a website, so I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, not TikTok, um, but everything else, it's drzagragan.com, D-R-Z-G-R-A-G-G-E-N.com, and you can find me just by searching my name on any of the other social media sites. That's awesome. And as always, I will link her out. Um, I hope all of you out there are staying safe, have your masks on, are, you know what, just finding finding joy throughout the day, no matter what day it is. And we're going to get through this, right, Dr. Z? We're going to get we through are. this eventually, eventually. <laughs> Thank you once again for Dr. Zigragan for coming on In Your Mouth to, you know, play with me and tolerate all my ridiculousness these days. <laughs> and as always, thank you all out there for listening to In Your Mouth. Yeah. <laughs>